All right, you guys, what's up? How are you? Welcome back to Cast Me Maybe. So, carrying our momentum from the last episode, it's time for part two of The Joker The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. I want you to strap in because this is going to be a big one. Tonight, we're talking about The Joker, obviously, but specifically, I'm going to be talking about Heath Ledger's Joker in The Dark Knight. So, without further delay, Let's get straight into it. Now, I have to be honest, Heath Ledger's version of the Joker is my favorite of all time of any superhero villain I've ever seen, period. And that is high praise on my account because I'm not a big fan of superhero films in general, whether they're Marvel or DC. I mean, don't even get me started on Aquaman. (sighs) Oof. (laughs) Nevertheless, I digress. Heath Ledger revolutionized the role of a movie villain. And it's not just the role of a superhero villain he revolutionized, but the role of a movie villain in the general sense. And because there are so many reasons as to why I think he was the perfect Joker, the perfect actor to play this role, the perfect version of this character, I'm going to do what I did with the Suicide Squad episode, where I break this episode up into parts So let's get started and dive deep with part one, the looks. When I think of the Joker, my mind automatically goes to Heath Ledger for so many reasons. But one of the reasons is because of the way his Joker looks. It's the untamed hair, his clown makeup looking like it's been caked on for days, his slightly slowed down, distorted walk. All of these components make for an unforgettable visual of a villain that is cemented in time. What really stood out to me, though, was the Joker's smile. Now, if you know anything about the Joker's backstory, you know that there's two plausible versions about how he got his carved-in smile. One version is that the Joker's dad was abusive towards his mom, and one day she took a knife to defend herself. He didn't like that, so he, the dad took another knife, and went over to the Joker as a child and said, why are you so serious, and carved his face then. Another version of the story is that the Joker had a wife who always told him, you should smile more, and one day she was taken by gambling loan sharks, and they carved her face. He hated seeing her so upset, so he took a knife and carved his own face. But unfortunately, and ironically, she hated the sight of him, so he left. And that's what's so interesting, because... He always smiled from then on out, even though he was so unhappy. And Ledger actually elevated the classic Joker smile and the sinister nature of his Joker by repeatedly flicking his tongue throughout the movie, which you'll notice in varying clips, like when he's talking to Batman in the Gotham City prison, when he's walking out of the hospital In so many different scenes, you'll see him repeatedly flicking his tongue because the makeup made his mouth so dry and it kind of mimicked the effect of someone who had something happen to their face. And even down to his outfit choices, everything about the way Heath Ledger's Joker looked just made sense. And he captivated you from the moment that he walked on screen to the end of the film. There are two specific outfits, I guess, I remember. The one is his signature suit. 
it's all scraggly, it's not maintained well, it's dirty, and it looks like him, worn out, tired, and angry. And another outfit that really stands out in the dark night is when he's leaving the hospital after blowing it up and is wearing that nurse's outfit. And that is such a contrast to the film because it is so funny that he's wearing that, this really menacing guy. And you see his decision-making choices behind what he's wearing. And I feel like that really plays into how well Heath Ledger portrayed this character and how seriously he took the role. And I mean, everything made sense because you were just as scared and disgusted by the Joker as you were captivated by him. And it's the contrast between the menacing face makeup to the comedic scenes of the hospital outfit to him attempting to detonate the hospital And it's everything about how all of these components fit together that made his Joker really iconic. And I think the way he dressed was such a big part of it. How his emotions were portrayed through his clothing and his makeup too. And I I hate to repeat myself so often, but the way he flicked his tongue at literally almost every chance seems so minute as a detail, but if you watch it back, it really adds to the effect of how intense the Joker is as a character. And that's just his looks. And I think all of these small parts of the way the character looked on screen made for Heath Ledger to be such a powerful, dangerous, and wonderful Joker. So since we talked about the way he looked, let's get into something deeper with part two, the acting. What is so iconic about the Joker in The Dark Knight is that he almost makes you root for him. And that says a lot for a character who is, well, how do I put this, a sociopathic serial killer. And it says a lot about an actor's performance when a role is so revered more than a decade after the film premiered. And that is what Heath Ledger did to the Joker. He made this character, this version of the Joker, so iconic that a lot of people would agree that it is the best version of the Joker of all time. And I think that is reflected in the way he prepared for the role and the way he actually acted out the Joker. Heath Ledger wanted this version of the Joker to be so unique and so authentic that He prepared by locking himself in a hotel room for almost six weeks. He wrote in a journal about everything he wanted the Joker to be, his mannerisms, what he compared it to with research material, and he practiced his voices and laughs, which is why the voice and the laugh of the Joker is so stand out and so unique, because Heath Ledger put in so much goddamn work to make sure that you would remember it and that it would be so one of a kind that you couldn't think about the Joker without thinking about the way he spoke and without thinking about Heath Ledger to that extent. And humans are social animals. So it takes a lot out of a person to sit in a hotel room by themselves for by themselves for almost two months to prepare for a role. And I mean, that is method acting. 
But despite all of this, he didn't stay in character between takes and when he got to set and after he was, after the shoot was over. So I guess this is a different type of method acting. Because usually when you think of method acting, like I talked about with Jared Leto, you stay in character the entire time. But Heath Ledger didn't go, quote unquote, full Joker between takes and dur- like during breaks, during set, or even during rehearsal. And he only went full Joker when the camera was rolling, which added to that intense effect of this character being so memorable and so scary and so amazing. And he brought out a full cinematic experience with this one character. And his co-stars didn't even know what the Joker was going to be like. So a lot of their reactions are genuine. For example, there are a bunch of articles that have conversations with Maggie Gyllenhaal about her role as Rachel in The Dark Knight, which I'll link in the description. And she didn't know Heath Ledger was going to grab her face like he did in that dinner party scene. So her reaction was completely genuine, which I think is fantastic. I think it takes a lot and it takes an enormous amount of talent to restrain yourself in rehearsal and then show your full potential as an actor on screen. And maybe he did this so as to not give away what the Joker was going to be like because he wanted the reactions of his co-stars to be as authentic as possible. Or maybe he wanted to preserve the Joker and keep it internal as long as he could so that he could really get to know the character. Either way, whatever Heath Ledger did to prepare for this role really worked because what you saw on screen was amazing acting. And I think it shows a huge testament to his acting skills and his talent and why he was a perfect Joker and in my opinion why he is the best Joker. And not only was his preparation immense, but some of the most memorable scenes in the film were not written in by Christopher Nolan. They were improvised. And I think that's so cool to learn about when you're talking about a film as dark and deep as The Dark Knight, that some of the most memorable scenes in it were improvised by the scariest villain. For example, The scene in the Gotham City Jail when the Joker is clapping at Officer Gordon's promotion, I'm laughing about it because it's so interesting to look at. Like, his arms are fully outstretched in front of him and he's clapping, like, comically. That was improvised. And Heath Ledger wasn't even sure that Christopher Nolan was going to like it. And he did so much that he put it in the film. And another scene that was improvised, which is so memorable, is again when he's walking outside the hospital in that nurse's outfit with that slow kind of waddle walk and he tries to detonate the the hospital and it doesn't go off. So he just stands there and keeps clicking it until it goes off. And Christopher Nolan liked that scene so much he kept it in the film. Even though the original take was supposed to be, he was supposed to press it once, it was supposed to go off and he was supposed to walk away. I think that is so interesting to me that two of the most iconic scenes in the film 
well, I mean, in my opinion, the entire film is iconic. So two of the, the coolest scenes in the film are improvised. And that says a lot about Heath Ledger's talent and the way he was able to really take on the role of this character. And he was able to do so without restraint, but also the right amount of control. So you really saw him throughout the course of the film evolve into more and more of a sociopath and devolve and become more and more evil. And that's what I really love about Heath Ledger's take on the Joker. It is so unique and the way he portrayed all of the emotions were so one of a kind that you really can't picture him being can't picture the Joker being anybody else. And that says a lot. What makes Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker in the Dark Knight so timeless is that he quite literally put his all into this film. And you can see that when you watch it. You see all of the effort that he put into the Joker come out to be this masterpiece of a performance that is literally counted as one of the best performances of a villain of all time. And I think it should be crowned one of the best performances of an actor of all time, period. This portrayal of the Joker was so good that almost 13 years later, everyone still talks about it. And if they're not talking about it, they're thinking about it. And if not, they're not doing either of those things, they should be. His portrayal of the Joker is so wonderful because you sort of, in a way, are supporting him. And this happens through a multitude of ways. This is a film where, despite it being about Batman, it's not about Batman. It's about the Joker. And that wouldn't have happened if Heath Ledger didn't do as fantastic of a job. And I don't think that would have happened if anybody else portrayed the Joker. I think the fact that it was Heath Ledger who really pushed this performance to another level says a lot about his portrayal of the character and how the character was reflected onto the audience. He was the star of the show. He was that villain that took the reins of the film and propelled it to another level. Heath Ledger's Joker, the character, often described himself as an agent of chaos throughout the film. And you saw that, and you kind of went along for the ride. He was handed a ton of cash and lit it on fire. He lit a hospital on fire. He literally made it explode. And the one guy who was supposed to help Batman save Gotham City, Harvey Dent, ended up becoming Two-Face because of the Joker. All of these little, you know, moments in the film show you how evil the Joker is. And it, they were portrayed so well by Heath Ledger they're cemented as the core beliefs of why the Joker is so evil. Because he is, period. He's just doing this to enjoy doing it. There's no rhyme or reason. And that's really seen throughout the film. Like, you can see that his pure motive is to ruin Batman's life. 
And he does that. And he carries the film throughout, from beginning to end, he carries it. It's all about darkness and disruption and hurt. And Heath Ledger does that from beginning to end. From the first scene, the bank robbery, to the end of the film, you see the hurt, the anger, and the disruption of Gotham City throughout. And you see the anguish on Batman knowing that the Joker is one to two steps ahead of him at all time. And I really think this film wouldn't have had that much of an effect if Heath Ledger wasn't the Joker. And honestly, he was the perfect opposite to Batman. He was the perfect compadre, in a sense, to Christian Bale's Batman. They worked so well together that you wanted to see them fight each other. Like, I can only imagine what it would have been like to watch the filming of some of the scenes where the Joker and Batman interacted with one another because it would have been fantastic. I think anybody who was in those rooms when they were filming must have loved the performances of both Heath Ledger and Christian Bale. And the fact that they're both so dedicated to their roles really pushed their performances to the next level. And I'm going to be very repetitive, and I probably have been, so I'm sorry in advance, but this entire movie just showed what we all should have known, and that was that Heath Ledger could act, and he was a fantastic actor, and he really wanted to do his best as the Joker, and I think that he did. You don't just sit in a room for almost six weeks for the hell of it. You do it for a purpose, and his purpose was to be the most authentic, beautifully pained Joker as possible. And I think he did that. And he was so steadfast in the way he portrayed all of the Joker's mannerisms that it really came off as an authentic performance. And even if you haven't seen the film in years, you still remember bits of it. And while it may have been a while for me personally since I've seen The Dark Knight, maybe at least two years, what I do remember are the scenes with the Joker. And if I'm being frank, they're the only scenes I remember in the film. I don't remember any with Batman. And considering this was the second movie in a Batman franchise, it's wild to me that the only scenes I remember are regarding the villain. And if that doesn't talk about Heath Ledger's acting capabilities, I don't know what does. So with all of this, that we've just talked about. Let's get into part three, which is, is this Joker really that good? Okay, it is time to talk about whether or not Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker in The Dark Knight is actually that good. And you might be able to hear from my voice that I'm saying this in a very blasé manner, because to me, it's obvious. I think he was perfect. I think he was the best portrayal of the Joker. And I think he is the best portrayal of the Joker. I think that everything he did about this character was right. The way he acted, the way he looked, his nuanced movements throughout the film, the way he connected with his co-stars. I do not see a single thing that he did that was bad. And I think I can pinpoint 
moments that I wish the actors did differently in different portrayals of the Joker. You've already heard me go on about how I disagree with Jared Leto's portrayal of the Joker because what he did didn't fit. And I cannot say anything like that about Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker in The Dark Knight. From the moment you see him enter the screen in the bank robbery to his repeated confrontations with Batman to him constantly one-upping Batman in the film, Heath Ledger created a character that is so iconic that you cannot help but love him. As much as he is a villain, and one of the worst villains I've seen, to be honest, you enjoy watching him on screen. There is not a cringeworthy moment where you think, hmm, I wish I I wasn't here right now. I wish I didn't have to see this. In fact, you want more. And I wanted more of the Joker the entire time. And I think we got a lot out of him. I mean, out of the character. We got a film where the Joker ended up being the star of the show. And again, to be in a Batman franchise and have the entire film essentially be about another character, it says a lot. And I think that wouldn't have been possible without Heath Ledger's portrayal of the character. And the fact that he put his all into this film, the way the character spoke, his laugh, his mannerisms, the improvisations of certain parts of the film, and his genuine fear that he instilled in his co-stars, I think was fantastic. I don't think... You get characters like that often, and you don't get actors like that often. You don't get people who really put their 150% into characters like this often. And I don't see any misstep in this version of the Joker at all. And as a matter of fact, I would have loved to see a standalone film with this version of the Joker with Heath Ledger starring in a feature film by himself about the Joker and his backstory, I would have paid money to see that film 10 times over. And I think that says a lot about the legacy he left with this character. The Dark Knight came out in 2008 and it's 2021 and it is one of my favorite films. This film is what, almost 13 years old now? It will be 14 at some point. And you don't remember much about Batman and the other characters like Rachel or Harvey Dent. You remember the Joker. And I think that really cements Heath Ledger's acting capabilities in this film. And one thing that will always stand out to me in this movie, and I know I've repeated it, is him walking outside a hospital in a nurse's outfit and failing to detonate a bomb. And that, that scene is so funny in a film that is so serious. And his ability to add little nuances of humor, I think, really elevated his performance of this character. So with all of this being said, I think he was the right Joker. I think he was the right Joker in the right film if only he had had his own film. His own version to tell the Joker's story without Batman coming to, you know, change his plans of anarchy and chaos. J- 
just so that the Joker could be the Joker. I would have loved to see that. And so, having talked about how I, I think this version of the Joker is right, let's get into our last segment of the episode, Cast It or Pass It. All right, you guys, it is time for the last segment of the podcast, Cast It or Pass It. So, based off of everything I've talked about, it's time to determine whether or not Heath Ledger should stay as the Joker or the role should be cast to a different actor. And for the purpose of this episode, we're just going to stick with the Dark Knight for now. And I've been very honest and very biased this entire episode in saying that I love this version of the Joker. I think that Heath Ledger created something so iconic and timeless, nothing could ever beat it or replace it whether it is in terms of looks, mannerisms, acting, the whether he's a supporting actor in a film about Batman or his own movie, I do not think this role should go to anybody else. So I'm going to say cast it. Leave Heath Ledger as the Joker because he created such an iconic character or such an iconic version of an already well-known character that it's so wonderful to see every time you see it on film. You don't need to change anything about the way he did the character because he did it so well the first time around. But I want to know your thoughts. Who do you think, if you were going to recast this role, would be a good Joker? Do you agree when I say that I think Heath Ledger was the best version of the Joker or do you disagree? Send me a message. Let's talk about it because these conversations are as much yours as they are mine. And with that being said, please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, this is your host, Nidhi, checking out.